0: Welcome to the invest in her podcast series where we always have on amazing female founders and funders and today we have on an incredible guest she is the founder of I fund women, please welcome Kate Anderson. Hi Kate. Hi, Hi Catherine it's so nice to be on the show thanks for having me. Thank you. Great to have you here. Well, you know, every week I try to provide uh, resources for women that have amazing ideas and incredible businesses, but they need funding. And so we are excited to talk to you today about your incredible platform that helps women get educated about how to get funding, can use your platform. I fund women to get funding, can use your coaching to help Uh, develop their options uh, of how to fund their ideas and inventions. Uh, And so I'm super
1: excited to have you on today. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. And you're exactly right. Uh, iFundWomen is the go-to funding marketplace for women-owned businesses and the people who want to support them with access to capital, like you mentioned, coaching and connection. So um, so it's really exciting. Looking forward to talk to you. You know, it's so interesting. Uh, just a little background
0: for you. Uh, you told me you were born in New Jersey. I do not hear a Jersey accent. I don't have one. I know. Yeah, it's I can funny. see that. <laughs> and now you're in Boston and you don't
1: have a Boston accent. I don't, but I have three kids and our, our oldest daughter has a real Boston accent, which wow. is really funny to hear. Yeah, I have relatives from
0: Boston and they, they're always pock in the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's very interesting. Um, so what what made you decide to launch iFundWomen? By the way, I, I went to your one website and it's um, ifundwomen.com, right? Yep, that's and, right. And um, I love that it's full of resources. So I really enjoyed the video you had on that talked about all the different ways women can get funding from... SBA loans, to angel investors, to venture capital, um, of course, crowdfunding, which you do, um, grants, which are located on your site as well. And so let's talk about all those and Mm -hmm. talk about how your funding, um, crowdfunding differs from other options out there, like GoFundMe or Kickstarter. Tell me about that. And, uh, yeah. Well, let's start with that. How, how does, how does I fund women crowdfunding uh, differ? And I love that you teach people how to make it successful because there really is an art to it.
1: Totally. So you're exactly right, Catherine. What we know right now is in the U S women are starting 1800 net new businesses every single day, wow. but there are complete lack of early stage funding options for female entrepreneurs. So what exists in the marketplace right now, bootstrapping, probably the best way to get your business off the ground if you have the capability. So what's bootstrapping is spending your own funds to uh, start or grow your business. Mm -hmm. This could be money that you have in savings. This could be taking money out of your 401k. Obviously, if you don't have a a lot of money to take out, it's hard to really get your business going. Um, Another option is credit cards. Um, Lots of small business owners uh, put expenses on their credit cards. or they take out loans. We fundamentally believe at Women that in the earliest days of your startup, you should not go into debt funding the earliest days of your startup. And why? Because most startups fail and that has nothing to do with your fault or a mistake you made or poor leadership. It's like the restaurant business, right? I think it's like 70% of restaurants fail. The stats for startups are very high and we don't believe that you should then, you know have a failing startup and then also have to pay back this loan. Um, Good advice. Yeah, and I think that I wish more people would speak about that. Um, and unfortunately, when it comes to getting loans, women get smaller loan amounts at high higher interest rates. The um, algorithms that banks have to look at who has historically paid back loans looks at who has historically taken loans, which is men a lot of the time. Um, not that long ago, and in some places still, men have to co sign on loans with women. It is harder for women to independently get loans for themselves. Um, so we definitely the, need to change that, don't we? We really do. Yeah. And balanced. Yeah. But what we're, what we're trying to do at iFun Women is find what's the other path? Mm-hmm. And we believe rewards-based crowdfunding is an excellent way to raise the initial seed capital you need from your business to get it off the ground. Now, wait grind. a minute, what did you call it? rewards Rewards-based crowdfunding. So for people that aren't familiar with crowdfunding, there are two types of crowdfunding, rewards-based crowdfunding and equity-based crowdfunding. Rewards-based crowdfunding is when you, people are giving money to your campaign in exchange for a reward, something tangible but they are not getting equity in your business. So this is not messing up a cap table. They don't have any ownership in your business. It's simply like they're buying something from you in exchange for um, you getting that money up front to be able to manufacture something. And let me just interject there. I'm sure you would agree that it's also
0: a fantastic way to find out if there is a demand for your product. So it's almost like testing the waters, right? Because- A lot of crowdfunding that have offered products, they've done so well that they know when they go to market, they've got something that people need or want.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. And there are a lot of traditional uses for crowdfunding, rewards-based crowdfunding, which is I'm manufacturing this widget, it costs $10,000, Instead of spending my own ten thousand dollars, I want to make sure that once I manufacture this widget, people will want to buy it. So what I will do is I'll do a crowdfunding campaign to ensure that I raise that money. There's demand for what it is I want, and then I will ship that widget. That's kind of like the most commonly thought of use for crowdfunding. But I what just we want to interject one thing there.
0: So. I've heard even large companies sometimes do this type of crowdfunding mm-hmm. to see if their product's going to go, even though they don't even need the money. So it's really interesting way for a, a startup with somebody with an idea to see if there actually is a demand for that product. I think it's brilliant what you're saying. They don't go into debt. They're not borrowing money. And they're also seeing
1: if they have a, a product that's you know something people are going to want. Yeah, Catherine, you're exactly right. And what we tell people too is if you do a campaign and it's not successful, while that might be disappointing, you didn't go and spend $10,000 to manufacture, you know, said widget and nobody wants to buy it. So it's able to assess that demand. Another great aspect of rewards-based crowdfunding is it allows you to invite your audience into what it is you're doing. So let's say um, I'm a mom to three little kids, which is an accurate story. Um, And I create a product for moms. Well, guess what? I have a lot of people in my network that are not moms that I know would want to support me, but wouldn't want this product that I'm creating. Maybe their kids are older, maybe they're men, maybe they don't want it, but they still want to support your business. Well, it would be very socially awkward for them to give you $50 or a hundred dollars for your business. And maybe they can't give Five or $10,000 as a part of an angel round, but to contribute to a campaign that you're doing, to give $100, not have anything in return, and be able to feel good that they've supported you, that's really the power of, of, of online fundraising. And, and we've seen it, especially right now during COVID, when a lot of us have fe- felt like our hands are tied behind our backs because we can't help out in other ways that we normally would, that we can be able to help people out you know, in a monetary way that we feel comfortable with it's really powerful.
0: Yeah, I think it's brilliant. And I think it's great that you started this. What does set your platform apart from like Kickstarter or GoFundMe? Why would people wanna use your
1: platform, iFundWomen? That's that's a great question. So when we started iFundWomen, we knew that you had to be taught how to crowdfund or, or to raise money online and we wanted to make sure that coaching was, was completely linked to what we built. So we built a crowdfunding platform with a coaching component toward, with it. It is not, um, you do not have to participate in the coaching program, but what we know is the most successful um, fundraisers on our platform are people who have invested in coaching. They've prepared for a campaign. They understand what they're doing. They set a goal that they know that they can hit. They understand who they're reaching out to and what they're saying to them. They have a pitch that's honed, all of these things. Um, And what we don't want is someone to go into something saying, oh, well, I've seen these campaigns on this platform do really well, therefore I will do well. The success of any crowdfunding platform comes down to your success going into it. But we have a lot of measures at iFundWomen to help our entrepreneurs be more successful. Um, We have a video production studio that films videos for people. We have a lot of free coaching resources on I Fund Women, But I think my favorite differentiator between us and other platforms is we have a pay it forward model that at the end of every month, we take 20% of the revenue I Fund Women makes from um, crowdfunding fees on our platform and we directly reinvest them into live campaigns on the site. We do this at the beginning of every month and it's our way to give money back to female entrepreneurs. In addition to that, we have partnered with huge enterprises like visa american express adidas unilever png to put money directly into the hands of female entrepreneurs through grant programs on our platform so really like our north star like if i were to have something written in my office it would be funding volume for female entrepreneurs let's get money into the hands of female entrepreneurs and while we're doing that let's make sure they have access to the coaching that they need to scale and grow successful businesses
0: Well, I I love what you're doing because, uh, and and I don't know if you know this, but I just did a TED talk called Fund Women Save the World. And it's uh, about how underfunded women are. I think a lot of people don't know that. I try to talk about it on the show every week about, you know, that we get less than 3% of venture capital and less than 15% of traditional funding. So we need other types of methods of raising money. What I love most about what you just said is we talked about how crowdfunding can be a great way to test the waters and see if your product is going to be viable. But the other side of that, and you just hit the nail on the head, is that you really don't get the results or the benefit of that unless you do the crowdfunding campaign correctly. And that's what I love most about what you're doing, Kate, is that you have that coaching component because having done them myself and having seen friends do them and not have them, uh, be successful, uh, realize there is an art to it. And, uh, You really have to know what you're doing in order for it to be successful and for it to actually uh, bring the results that are real. Like, is your product really great or did you just not run the campaign correctly, but you had a great product? Yeah.
1: And what we tell people, we see a lot of the time is it's hard to get out of your own way. A lot of our entrepreneurs say, well, I don't want to tell anybody about my product. What if they take it? What if they do and you never did anything about it and you kept it so precious that you never actually executed? Or what if you kept your idea so precious you never told anybody about it that nobody actually wants what it is? It solves a problem that you have, but it doesn't solve a problem that anybody else has. And That's where we believe like you have to just move forward with it. Staying where you are, you're not going to move forward at all. You're not going to raise capital. It's not going to be a big idea. And And we also tell people like with any business, you could create the best product in the world that would make everyone's lives better. But if you never tell anybody about it, you create a website for it and never tell people about it. Well, people aren't going to just find it organically in Google. Like you have to spread the word and it has to start with you being the biggest brand evangelist for your brand. And then you have to really be willing to kind of like tell every single person about it.
0: You know, I also love that you said that you give back because um, everything I do with our She Angels Foundation, which is our nonprofit, and uh, our She Angels Series, which is our pitch fest and series that follows the journeys of these female entrepreneurs, is that it is uh, so important that once you are successful, that you give back and pay it forward, and that is what's going to help the female underfunding uh, problem. Or that's one of the things is that. Is that once a woman gets successful to become an angel investor and invest in crowdfunding or invest in uh, equity fund, uh, equity funding or whatever to pay it forward? And I think that we have to uh, perpetuate that mentality of paying it forward.
1: Yeah, and that's where we're so lucky to partner with such amazing brands, who that's what their their mission is: is to make sure that these female entrepreneurs are getting the cash flow that they need. To come in to help that their business launch and grow and be more successful. I love that, and people can go to your website, I Fund Women, and find.
0: Uh, the grants that are available through these company sponsors, right?
1: Yeah. If you go to ifundwomen.com um, yeah. and you hit grants, on the, um, you'll be able to get there and see. And we have lots of different grant programs running um, for various businesses at different stages.
0: Right. I love that. Whether it's a startup or, or a seasoned business that wants to scale. Yeah. 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 I mean, crowdfunding is certainly uh, a wonderful path. Like you said, it doesn't incur any debt. Uh, you don't have to give away any equity. Um, what made you decide to launch this? Like, how did you get into that space? Had you, had you done your own
1: crowdfunding? That's a great question. Yeah. So, um, our CEO, my, and my co-founder, Karen Kahn, along with my other co-founder, Sarah Summers, we had a previous company, um, Before And it was a company where we did all of the kind of common startup mistakes. We built a product that was really perfect and nobody wanted to use it. We spent a lot of money on it. Um, We did not follow like the lean startup method of of building a very simple MVP, seeing if people want to use it, test learning and iterating. We didn't do that. Um, As a last-ditch ever, we did a crowdfunding campaign to save our company. And it was during that time that we realized nobody was speaking directly to female entrepreneurs. There was not one platform that was trying to meet the direct needs of female entrepreneurs, that they don't only need lack of access to, they don't only complain about a lack of access to capital. It's also a lack of access to coaching and mentors and to other connections with female entrepreneurs. And and we believe like with every business, someone could give you a hundred million dollars, but if you don't have the mentors, the coaches to be successful, your business will flounder. Um, and so we wanna really make sure that we're giving the entrepreneurs at I fund women the ability to really level up because it's what we wanted. We didn't have it. Um, and when we kind of got the idea for I fund Women, we started doing a lot of market research. We posted um, in all different Facebook groups that me and my co-founders were a part of to see like, is there demand for it? And it was a resounding yes. Like in our first call for applications, I think in a day we got, hundred or 200 people filling out applications. And we wanted to launch small. We launched with a beta group of 25 female entrepreneurs. Um, but we realized that like, there was, people wanted another option that was not just venture capital. That was all people heard was venture capital, venture capital, venture capital. And the fact of the matter is, well, women get such a small pot piece of the pie of venture capital. I think a larger discussion is that venture capital is just not right for most businesses. Only 1% of businesses get venture capital. It's because it's not the right Right. funding path for so many businesses. And I do think that women should
0: be allowed to get more venture capital. I mean, less than 3% is just ridiculous. But like you're saying, well, if it is that difficult to get venture capital, here's an alternative. And that's what I like about what you're doing. And I think there's always room at the table for all these different avenues. And I think we do need to level the playing field from SBA loans to venture capital to angel investing. It needs to be leveled out. We're 50% of the population. Uh, Women-owned businesses tend to outperform male counterparts. So why not invest more money in women? But I always say uh, that we're waiting for men to invest in us and how's that working for us? So it has to be more about women investing in women for sure. And I just love this platform that you're doing. And I love that you can do it from your home like you don't have to go out and rent an expensive office. We all know that being entrepreneurs that the best thing that could happen during CoVID is that you're working out of your home office and you don't have to you don't have to uh, pay for an office space. one yeah. of the best ways to start a business is to keep those expenses down oh, totally and I love that your crowdfunding platform because it's online it is something that could be doing. You know, yep. done during COVID, and I think people during um, this year of unrest are looking for ways to make a difference on the planet. And yep. I always say, if you don't have that great idea that's going to help make the world a better place, then invest in somebody who does. And so I think you know, it'd be wonderful for people to go over to I Fund Women and see what campaigns you have going on uh that they could get behind that yep. are women women-owned startups um so they go to i i fund women and they can look for a campaign to get
1: behind yeah if you click fund startups and you can find ba- a variety of startups we also have different categories so if you're really interested in lifestyle or uh, or food or um business services or technology you can click on any of those categories and you can find startups that look appealing to you and I highly recommend everybody on this um, who listens to this podcast to go over there and find a startup and give them whatever you can $5, $10, $100. People love getting support from people that they don't know. And, and we have so many amazing campaigns and a wide variety of topics raising capital on iPhone Women right now.
0: I imagine that you're like me uh, being in this space. I just love hearing about amazing inventions and ideas and innovations that women come up with, you know, and throughout the the years, uh, you know, throughout history, so many incredible women have had such incredible breakthroughs that have helped change the course of the world. And so, you know, it's so fun and exciting to go to your site and see what, what are some of the ideas and innovations that people are coming up with that you can get behind? And like you said, whether it's $5, $100, $1,000, uh, whatever you can do, it's a feel good. You know, anytime we're doing something for someone else, and I think COVID is a wonderful time for us to get outside ourselves and do something for someone else. So what better thing could they do that today than go over to I fund Women, see who they could get behind and help make a difference to some woman entrepreneur that needs the funding.
1: So I love, I love that call to action, especially since I don't know if this will go live in December, but we're, fe- we're recording this in December. And so it's the holiday season where people are more in a giving mode, but yeah, we, um, I highly recommend that people check out all the awesome campaigns and and right. the problems that women are solving
0: right and uh this may come out in january but you know whenever it comes out the beautiful thing is is that uh we should be giving all year round
1: yeah uh, it's exactly something right. that we should make a
0: daily uh or weekly practice out of and so you know every month they could pop into i fund women and see what's the latest and greatest And then also maybe get some cool product that somebody's producing that isn't even on the market yet. That's what I think is cool. too. Yeah. What has been one of your favorite success stories? I know you have some testimonials on the site, but do you have
1: one or two favorites that come to mind? Yeah, I think that how um, I think that we have kind of all measure success in different ways. There are campaigns that I've loved that have raised twenty five hundred dollars, and that's been really, really meaningful for their business. And there are other campaigns that have raised, you know, six figures. Uh, there are so many campaigns. I think one that I especially love is called um, uh, uh, Barat Babies. It was creating Southeast Asian books, uh, a children's books for um, for kids children's books for kids, that's redundant. Um, But with the idea that so many children's books don't represent um, cultural traditions of growing up in Southeast Asia. I have a niece uh, who is Indian and I love to be able to get her books from Power Up Babies to say, so that you see books where children look like you. And I think that really feels really, really critical to be able to see yourself in other things. Um, I'm not surprised that
0: came from a woman. I just think women have different sensitivities and she probably saw
1: a niche and a need for that. And, uh, I think that's really cool. Yeah. There's another campaign on there right now called, um, Little cocoa beans, and they're selling. Uh, they're making baby food, but that has more unique ingredients in it um, that reflect the cultural traditions of people all over the country um, or all over the world. That you know, bananas and apples are very much a um, m- American type baby food. In other parts of the country, people are eating jicama or they're eating. Um, Uh, Chayote or all of these other ingredients that I'd never heard of before. And so they're creating baby food that, that reflects, you know, other foods, other traditions. And I love, um, and other cultures. I love to kind of, I love ones that focus on representation and culture.
0: I love that. And I'm telling you, it takes women to come up with these really unique innovations. And, yeah, um, you know, if venture capital or angel investors aren't going to take advantage of that, then let crowdfunding be one of the biggest sources of funding yeah. uh, that anybody can get into. That's what I love. You know, in order to be an angel investor, you have to have a certain amount of wealth and uh, ability to invest a significant amount or same for venture capital, but I love crowdfunding because anybody can get into the totally. game. Yeah. I love yeah. that. That's really cool. Well, I just love what you're doing. I hope people wander over to I fund women. I'm sure many people will to see what's uh, what's cooking and what's new and what's exciting. I know uh, I certainly will be doing that myself and, and, Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for providing this wonderful resource uh, and the coaching so that they make it a successful crowdfunding experience. I think that's so important that you're giving that kind of support and that it's for women. Yay. (laughs) So thank you so much, Kate.
1: I appreciate all that you're doing. My pleasure. It's so nice to be on here with you. So glad to be a guest thank you and remember to invest in her stay
0: tuned with us each week be sure to follow i fund women on social media and she angels uh, on our social media we loved having you here and we hope you go out and invest in women take care make it a great day Created and produced by Lindsay Tomasik.